listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach, and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Ralston. my lovely dynamic women and welcome to the dynamic women podcast are you feeling a little bit like how do i stay healthy during covid 19 how do i have healthy habits even beyond that and how do i boost my immunity well today is the day for you please help me welcome dr atusa madavi to our podcast today hello dr atusa hello everyone hi thank you for having me on the show Yes. Now you are going to dis- demystify COVID-19. And hey, if we're beyond COVID-19 and you're listening to this, I think this is true for any pandemic. It's going to be true for even the cold and flu season. And we're going to talk about boosting immunity, which is good for us all the time, isn't it? Absolutely. You're absolutely right. What I say to everybody now, all of my patients, uh, clients, uh, etc., cetera, uh, is that we actually have had a health crisis in this country. It's not just about the pandemic, Mm. it's about prevention. And so before this pandemic, prevention wasn't sexy to talk about. You know, it wasn't something people wanted to listen to. But when it comes to any flu, any disease, any illness, prevention is the key. And this is one of the things that we really don't emphasize on. Mm. Uh, here in our healthcare system. So um, yeah, um, prevention for COVID or for any flu. So whenever people are listening to this, they can apply some of these principles. Yeah, sounds good. Well, uh, it's obvious you know your stuff. So let's just give people a background about who you are um, so they, they know they can you know trust what you're saying. So you're a board cert- you are board certified in integrative medicine, a doctor of chiropractic and Ayurvedic medicine, an Ayurvedic yoga therapist, as well as a certified Hatha yoga master teacher. Wow, that's a lot Correct. of students. <laughs> and so you have a private practice in Los Angeles, California, in the field of holistic medicine. You're a health and wellness expert, an author, a speaker, and with you have more than 25 years of hands-on clinical experience. And then uh, you have health programs done one-on-one, as well as online health courses, retreats, workshops, and you teach people to achieve optimal health, vitality, and vibrant energy naturally and in a holistic and drug-free approach. I love it. I love it. So today we're going to understand a little bit more about the virus of COVID-19, how it works, and how everyone that's listening can boost their immune specific immunity so that the virus has a little chance of getting inside of our cells. And we're also going to talk about how to stop its replication by using certain vitamins and supplements and herbs, and um, really that lifestyle and diet is best for all of this. And just a reminder that I am not a doctor. And uh, anything that is said today, uh, you know, you should really consult your doctor as well. While we do have a doctor on board with us today, um, you should contact your um, family physician or someone to, you know, make sure that you are getting the right medical attention for yourself. Um, And uh, take some of the practices and feel free to reach out to um, Dr. Atusa and get some support as well. So let's jump in. Like sure. this whole this whole idea of holistic medicine. How did you how did you get involved with that? 
Okay, so um, ever since I was a child, um, this goes back to when I was five or six, and we had uh, my grandma from our, our uh, paternal side um, visiting, staying with us for periods, etc. And she had, now prior to that, I had witnessed the death of my grandfather from my mother's mm -hmm. side. And I was really close to him. And that by itself triggered a sense of curiosity. What is this? Why is he gone? Why is he not moving you know, on his deathbed, etc. And uh, that continued and until the age of, that happened when I was four. I, I was six, five or six when my grandma was visiting and stayed with us for a few months. And she had rheumatoid arthritis. Oh. So she had all these joint pains and uh, so she kept on rubbing herself, take medication. And I wasn't going to school at the time. I was just in um, kindergarten. And so I would be there for a short time. Then I would be home with her. Yeah. Uh, and my mom, well, my mom was busy doing house shows, etc. And so I kept on watching her and there was this natural desire to go help her. So pretty soon after having a dialogue, what are you doing? What is this, grandma? I started doing the rub for her, like on her wrist, you know, oh. with, with the creams, etc. You know, going forward, my dad lifted her up when I was 12, when she was in the hospital. She was really in a bad, you know, the last few days of her life. Yeah. And he threw out her back, a disc herniation. And I was 12 at the time. And so at home, I would be walking on her back. I, I just was very intuitive and natural with my hands. And I would yeah. even walk on her with my feet and do all these things. So then later on in college, um, I was always drawn to natural sciences. So I was really studying pre-med stuff, chemistry, biochemistry, physics, yeah. anatomy, and all of the mm -hmm. math that is required. But I wasn't really sure which field of medicine. And, but I had been to hospitals before until that age, which was like in my early twenties, yeah. didn't like hospital environment. I just like, oh. in, so I knew I couldn't be a good medical doctor because it was like not in tune with me energetically. I didn't feel the hospital environment, didn't like the feel of it, etc. And also there was this intuitive sense of, not wanting to take pharmaceutical stuff. Even when I was uh, 20 years old and I had put on a little bit of weight, and at the time they were selling this um, ephedrine um, product. And I was told to take that, you know, by friends, and I bought it and I literally held it in my hand huh. to take it. And something inside of me, I didn't know, this is 20 some years ago. I didn't know about ephedra. Years later, they banned it. Hmm. But I held it in my hand and something from inside was telling me, don't take this. Hmm. You don't need this. Yeah. You could do it naturally. Didn't, didn't take it. If I got sick, they would want to give me antibiotics. I was like, I don't want to take it. Wow. Birth control pills. Look at it. I just couldn't put it in my mouth. And this is way in, in, in college, way before I want to choose my field of medicine. So all of these things led me to want to be in alternative healthcare hmm. and not give any pharmaceutical medication, don't work in the hospital environment. And uh, pretty soon I went and I researched many different fields of medicine. Yeah. And when I saw chiropractors working in their offices, hands-on, my grandma, my father, 
what I was doing even as a child, it looked so natural to me, like second nature. So after college, I uh, transferred to a chiropractic school, uh, Cleveland Chiropractic University. And, um, and I started my holistic medicine as a chiropractor. But then as a chiropractor, uh, a few years into it, like about five years into it, I had people that were my patients, but they had diabetes, they had hypertension, high blood pressure, they had fibromyalgia, obesity, you know, digestive issues, leaky gut. And I was thinking, I need to add more tools in my toolbox. So then I went and I got board certified in integrative medicine. So then I started doing functional medicine, which is nutrition based on blood work, mm -hmm. lifestyle, diet, etc. Nice. I'm just going to pause you there because there's two things that I'm hearing in, in what you're sharing. Um, one is really being conscious to your passions. So as a child, really seeing where you were, and in coaching, I call it being in resonance. You're really resonating, had high energy around these different these different avenues in health. Um, and you were also, so that's one thing that we're on the resonance and checking into where your passions lie, but also the other, the other piece around being very self-aware, extremely self-aware about, I don't want to take this pill and I don't know what, but intuitively I'm telling myself not to. Um, because I, I, in going through my you know, my time, I was like, yep, headache, Tylenol, or yep, I birth control, or yes, or this, you know, and I was taking everything, and I never had that intuitive hit not to, but I've had intuitive hits in other areas of my life, um, and so that's something just really wanted to acknowledge there for the listeners to be asking themselves, like, am I really being self-aware? Am I listening to that gut decision that's telling me what to do because if you didn't do that you probably wouldn't have such a strong feeling about about a more natural type of approach to taking care of your health so i just really wanted to acknowledge that and the passion piece like and that things happen for a reason right you, you were following these these experiences in your life and getting really curious about it and so these are two really big things that people need to think about. If they're like, what do I want to do with my life? Well, look to where you were curious, look to where the passion was, look to where you were in resonance. Um, Absolutely. That was, that's so true about your story. So um, continue on. Then, then, you know, what did, what's, what are some stories that, that kind of came from that? Um, yeah. So one thing is that, um, I, um, as a chiropractor, so I was like practicing for uh, about five years. It's simultaneous when I got interested in like adding functional medicine and integrative mm -hmm. medicine. But there was a death that uh, I was dating someone and, uh, and he passed away. He died oh at the young age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in his early 30s and yeah. Um, yeah. And he, you know, worked for Boeing and he had a pilot license and, uh, but it wasn't instrumentally trained. Uh, just like, um, what's his name? The basketball player uh, recently. 
Kobe so, Bryant? Kobe Bryant. Yeah. So same thing. There was fog. There was low clouds, and oh um, and yeah, and then they hit a mountain, and that was the end of it. Oof. That sent such a shock to my system that even being a chiropractor and being very aware of uh, my body and exercise and all of that and range of motion exercises like flexibility, I the shock of it it sent in a psychosomatic um, uh, storm, and uh, I started having this excruciating neck pain like excruciating to the point that I would cry in pain. And I saw my colleagues, chiropractors, they would work for me on me and I would be good for one day, two days at the most. Yeah. Then it will come back. Meanwhile, I'm trying to heal my own patients out of pain, but yeah. I'm in pain. And so- Can I just pause you one second? Cause you said a word that I understand, but maybe some people haven't heard it before, psychosomatic. I've even yeah. done some psychosomatic training. Awesome. Not on the doctor level, but just to understand it. Can you just explain what does psychosomatic mean? Because you have neck pain, but it came from the emotional trauma. So just explain a little bit so people can understand, because this might be a new concept. Correct. So in, in the Western medicine or Orthodox medicine, we're used to viewing the body as just this physical thing. And then we understand we have a brain and we think and all of that. But in reality, we our mind really can send signals, our emotions, our thoughts, our feelings, um, how we respond to the, to the world around us, can send signals through our nervous system and it can affect our hormonal system, our immune system, endocrine system, nervous system. And then by just a very, in a simple terms, by changing the chemistry within the body, meaning the mind, the emotion actually changes the chemistry within the body, then it, a variety of things can happen. So either you could have all of your muscles go into spasm and tightness, and then there is a pain signal. In my case, it was pain. In other people, it could be gut digestive issues, headache, etc. So um, the body and the mind are not two separate things. They're really a part of different vibrations of the same unit. So in yogic sciences, uh, we divide the body in five different layers. We have the physical body or anamaya kosha. We have the breath body, which is pranamaya kosha, which links us to our mental body, manamaya kosha, which or the mind. Then we have the fourth layer, which is subtler yet. You know, we're going from gross to subtle. We have Vigyana Mayakosha, which is the intelligent body. And this is where our higher uh, self resides. The, you know, the buddhi or the, know, the, the one that knows best the divine self. Then we have Ananda Mayakosha, which is the most subtle. And that's really where our uh, energetic template Resides. This is where um, we form, we manifest into this body. We connect to the higher realms of uh, cosmic intelligence and we are uh, formed and how we are, the constitution, how we are in the body, in the mind. So psychosomatic in the esoteric or more Eastern medicine or Eastern philosophy, 
means we have subtler layers energetically of what the body is. And disease usually starts at the subtler level, yep. then it will manifest in the body. So in Western medicine, we refer to that as psychosomatic psychology, psychosomatic to the body. So yes. our psychology impacts what happens in the physical body. Yeah, the, the way that I've heard it um, explained from a teacher um, that I learned from Herman Mueller was um, the issues are in your tissues. Uh, and so your body will grow in a certain way or be in pain or injury based on the emotional. So I'm, I'm so excited that you brought this up and that this is also part of your journey. And so what did you eventually do then? You've got this sore neck, you're trying okay. to get help. <laughs> yeah. Like it what was did more, you do? more and, than and as many women do, oh, we just push through the pain because we still need to maybe A, earn a paycheck or B, serve our clients or C, like, like life as usual. Like, let's just yeah. keep going. Yeah, tough it up. No, yeah. so, and also a lot of people also come to taking pain pills. Mm -hmm. And, but being, knowing my background, being who I am, I didn't want to take Motrin every day and go to work. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to take muscle relaxants because I knew the damage it can cause. So I had to find an alternative to pain pills. So I discovered yoga. I discovered yoga. And I started doing yoga. Lo and behold, within six months of yoga, and not doing it every day, three to four times a week, I noticed my pain is a lot less. Within two years, 70% less than what it was before. All, it would only get aggravated if I lifted something heavy. So then suddenly I had to become, and as a chiropractor, we know about ergonomics. We know about, you know, not lifting heavy stuff, carrying your, you know, weight in a certain way, your groceries, et cetera, not doing certain exercises, weightlifting, whatever. Yeah. But so within two years of yoga, I was 70% pain-free in intensity, but also in frequency. And so I continued that for years. Then there was no pain. That mm -hmm. is the story about me incorporating yoga therapy or yoga that I learned from teachers that worked for me, basically modifying those with therapeutic exercises that chiropractors and physical therapists teach. And I started utilizing that with my patients. And the recovery became so much faster, getting mm -hmm. out of pain. And that led me to my travel journey to India. Because, yeah, because then I wanted to learn it classic, in a classical way and be able to teach it in a classical manner, traditional manner, and methodically, systematically, and not like haphazard, um, like really get um, educated and fine-tune it in the tra traditional and classical way. So that's the story about me going to India. Wow. What I, what I love is that you have taken in each section, kind of each chapter of your life, you've taken a problem that you've seen in yourself or in someone else, and you've looked for the solution. And that's often how entrepreneurs build their businesses. What's the problem? Find the solution. And you've done that yeah. uh, with your relationship with people and yourself with pain and, exactly. and, um, being uncomfortable. So what are the, what are the tools 
than that you use in your holistic practice. So we're starting to hear like yoga, chiropractic, but are there other tools that are used? Because you mentioned the tool belt. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty heavy. <laughs> the one that I carry. So yeah, so chiropractic is the first tool that I started with. Then remember, I got certified in integrative medicine. Yep. And that uh, started me on practicing functional medicine. So mm -hmm. functional medicine is a big tool. I don't know if you've heard about functional medicine. No, explain it a little bit. So functional medicine is when the practitioner, usually someone with a license, uh, some license in medicine, chiropractic, acupuncture, med MDs, etc., or naturopathic medicine doctors. So we uh, uh, basically use a blood test, functional blood analysis. Oh, so okay, yes. You've heard about that? Yes. Yeah, so we utilize a blood. It. Yeah, yeah. So, so also there are varieties of these blood tests, but I do 52 different blood markers. I test 52 different blood markers. So, um, you know, you're sent out to a lab with my prescription of what I need to check. And um, then I get the results. However, with functional medicine, our normal ranges are not the same as your medical doctor's normal ranges. Yeah. Because yeah, the that. medical doctors, the average lab, what they do, they utilize, their averages are based on the general population, a sample of general population that goes to the labs to be tested because they don't feel well. They're not well to begin with. Now they get the mean average of that and that becomes normal, their reference range. We, in functional medicine, our normal reference ranges are basically a sample of population that we pick without any symptoms, nor, like they feel normal. Well, you want to be in the healthy range. You don't want to be at the high, like at the, the good end of the, all the unhealthy people or people not feeling well. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that's the big distinction, that yeah. our reference ranger ranges are healthy or optimal. So if you go to a doc, medical doctor and they do your normal lab test and you're fatigued, you're tired, you can't sleep at night, you're losing hair, you have heart palpitation, you're depressed, anxious, wow. and they tell you your thyroid levels are normal. You come and you do my test and your thyroid levels are low yeah, because they're not in the optimal range. So now, of course, it's a holistic approach. I just don't just look at your thyroid. Remember, there are 52 different blood markers. Yeah. Thyroid hormones are five of those. Um, and so, so, so that's a big distinction. So that functional medicine is another tool in my toolbox. And we, uh, with functional medicine, we look at your lifestyle, your diet, what kind of foods you're eating, um, exercise routines, Etc. So that's also another tool. Now, yoga, yoga therapy. Mm -hmm. Yoga has a proven track record of helping with all kinds of uh, issues like anxiety, stress, anger, focus, pain. Pain. Do you know that uh, our mortality rate, I mean, in US, has risen, um, one of the reasons for that uh, mortality rate, rate increase 
is mm-hmm. overdosing on pain meds. Wow. Yes, in the U.S. Now, is that uh, knowingly overdosing? No, unknowingly. Unknowingly. Suicide is another reason for a higher mortality rate in the U.S. But that's pain meds, overdose on pain meds, and suicide, two different categories. So people are taking pain meds, um, like oxycodones, and, uh, you know, and the D takes so much of them and at the same time they may be doing recreational drugs Mm. and they die they don't wake up they have a heart attack they have a stroke they have a you know know, and so they do an autopsy and oh the levels of pain meds with the levels of alcohol and and or mixture of different recreational drugs and pain meds or even something they're not even aware of i i can remember Um, my husband's uh, grandmother coming for a visit and saying she couldn't sleep because she's from New Zealand and the time difference, right? And I said, oh, I take melatonin. And when we looked at the instructions on the melatonin, it said, don't take with uh, like heart or blood pressure medicine. And that's what she Mm -hmm. was taking. She goes, oh, I can't take it. But imagine Mm -hmm. we hadn't read it or I just handed it to her. So how easy um, with the use of medicines that people can take the wrong amount or take the wrong combination. Absolutely. It's horrible. It's, there's a lot Absolutely. of deaths because of that, especially um, unknowingly. Doing yeah. Absolutely. Most of it, uh, unless it's suicide, is unknowing. But there is also a, um, a problem in the U.S. where doctors are over-prescribing pain meds. Mm. Over-prescribing. They prescribe multiple medications and uh, sometimes... Uh, patients are under the care of multiple doctors and our system here doesn't allow proper communication between different practitioners. And um, that's, you know, a lot of pharmaceutical companies have been sued for uh, not uh, tapering the dosages that they train medical doctors mm-hmm. and medical doctors hand them out like candy. So that's, that's, that's really huge uh, in the U.S., and wow. so yoga or yoga therapy is a perfect alternative to pain meds. I mm-hmm. can't emphasize it enough. And I've, you know, have a track record with my patients that even as a chiropractor, I do chiropractic treatment. But once I introduce them to yoga and I tell them they're not going to need me as much as a chiropractor anymore. Mm. If I teach them yoga, they do it at home. They don't even need to um, go to studios and continuously pay, which is a very good way. Like if someone wants to do that, go to studios, learn, you know, three times a week, whatever. But it is an intrinsic and internal shift that happens with yoga. And you become self-sufficient that you do your yoga practice and suddenly your pain level keeps on going lower and lower and lower. And you don't need those chiropractic adjustments as often anymore. And or so is it, is it the fact that we're, you're, your patients are doing yoga, they're getting more flexible, they're getting stronger, or is it the piece around they're aligning their bodies, they're coming back to them, their physical self, they're de-stressing? So what is it actually about the yoga that helps them to get over pain? All of the above. Okay. All of the above. It's, <laughs> I was just yeah. checking in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And you're right. It's a great question. And so it's, it's all of that. 
And, okay. um, you know, you already mentioned them. I don't want to take more of our time, but yeah, bringing the mind and body together, changing the chemistry, flexibility, core strength, all of that. Breath. The breath, absolutely. Yeah, you stressing absolutely. a break from everything else. Okay, cool. So um, now you said you would talk about uh, demystifying COVID-19. What's the virus? You've talked a lot, of, I think, about the different tools that people can use to be healthier, not just in, to get rid of pain, but in all aspects. And being healthier will boost our immunity. But, but let's shift focus first to how, like, what's going on with this virus? How does it work? Um, and how yes. can we get not get it and okay. be healthy? <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So prevention is definitely the key. But, you know, viruses are everywhere. I'm sure you've heard stories of um, people that are on the news or on social media, etc. posts. And they're saying, I stayed home for three weeks, but I got this thing. How did I get it? Mm. See, one thing that a lot of our organizations made a mistake about from the beginning of COVID is downplaying the importance of wearing a mask. And I have to say mm. this, and I have to be the whistleblower on this. Now, recently, everybody is saying, oh, well, World Health Organization made a mistake, CDC made a mistake, and then later on, our president came out and said, wear your bandana, wear your mask, wear a mask wear a mask in every single country that they have it under control from the get-go their governments told them to wear a mask when they go to the public so that's that's one thing now um, another important aspect that is missing completely from the healthcare in the u.s now you're in canada healthcare is much better in canada but in u.s they don't talk about prevention. They don't talk about strengthening your immunity. Mm -hmm. So you can first prevent it from infecting you because this virus is everywhere. How do I, what do I do to make sure when it comes to contact with me through my skin, through my breath, through my mouth, through my eyes, etc., all of these orifices, how do I make sure it doesn't break into my cell and infect me. Okay, so what's the answer? So <laughs> there is, there is, the, this virus attaches to our cell receptors. The receptor is called ACE2, ACE2 receptor. On every cell in our body, we have an ACE2 receptor. And okay. this virus, through its own protein, you know, you've seen this COVID, like with this, yeah. like whatever, um, the the sticky stuff that comes out those are the those are its receptors that connect to our receptors there are antennas that connect to ours ace2 so how do we inhibit these virus from breaking in through our cell receptors from attaching to ace2 receptors okay coricetin coricetin is in every plant that has flavonoids, red onion, bell peppers, apples. You could even supplement with coricetin itself. It's over the counter. So you could even supplement with that, okay? It inhibits the attachment of, uh, of the ACE2 receptor, our cell, to the, to the virus. 
vitamin D3. Mm -hmm. Vitamin D3. Not D, by D3. It's, there is a difference in the way our body handles it. Now, prevention. Enhancing our immunity also with vitamin D3 and vitamin C. Mm. But don't take 200 milligrams of vitamin C or 500. When there is a pandemic, adults need to take 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C. Going to go through my bottle pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. And then orange, Worth like it. make your own orange juice at home. Yeah. Lemon, you know, have one lemon a day. Make orange juice on top of your, you know, vitamin C supplements. Mm. Okay, strawberry has vitamin C. Kale has vitamin C. And um, tomato has vitamin C. So there are, just understand that plants right now are your medicine. Vegetables, fruits. Okay, now elderberry. Elderberry uh, is, you know, a supplement that you can buy. And this is proven, even if you contract the virus, it will not allow it to go further down and, and produce what is called the cytokine storm. So what happens with this virus uh, is, after, let's say it does go within our cells, okay? The first thing that it does, it affects the upper respiratory system. So it doesn't go deeper into the bronchus and the, and the lungs, but it stays higher up. And this is the time that you want to really doze up on coricetine, doze up on vitamin C, on vitamin D3, like really double, triple the dosage. Elderberry extract, echinacea and golden seal, probiotics, um, and other things like oil of oregano, once you have a scratchy throat, once yeah. you feel sinuses, these are the other things you need to add. Thyme oil or thyme itself. Um, at the same time, over, you know, overdosing on vitamin C and vitamin D3. Not necessarily overdosing, but really upping the... Upping, upping the dose, yeah. Dosage. You're and making then, me want to go jump into my vitamin cupboard right now. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Once you have it, you need to up the dosage meaning scratchy throat, nasal, you know, yeah. congestion, et cetera. Then gargling with salt and turmeric. And by the way. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. And salt and turmeric. And my dad always said, gargle with warm salt water. Should it be warm? Absolutely. Okay. Warm. So warm salt water with turmeric. With turmeric. With turmeric. Now, those of you who can go and order trefola. Trifola is an, remember one of the other toolboxes that I have is Ayurvedic medicine. So yeah. trifola is an Ayurvedic herb. You can also open the capsule of trifola. Whole food sells it, Sprout sells it, oh, okay. Amazon sells it, trifola. Uh, it's tri, T-R-I-P-H-A-L-A, trifola. Okay. And you open the capsule in your warm water and salt gargle with that scratchy throat gone after two days it's that powerful but you need to start as soon as scratchy throat comes as soon as you have some nasal, nasal symptoms this is good for all colds all colds okay all colds, all when you're listening to this you can take care of yourself and this is gargling a few times a day three times a day three times, three a, day. times a day as soon as you have this scratchy so this way you do not allow 
the virus to go deeper into the lungs. Once it goes deeper into the lungs, it starts to fill up your alveola, which is, are the cells in the, in the lung that uh, the um, gases exchange takes place, oxygen with CO2. Now, once those are full of fluid, because of any fluid starts to do that, especially this one, then your body says, oh my God, I can't exchange gases and oxygen levels are going down. Uh, I need to bring in all of these immune cells to get rid of this uh, fluid in the alveoli. And uh, suddenly what happens is the cytokines storm. Now cytokines storm is what is causing people to have acute respiratory syndrome, go to the hospitals, get on the ventilators, oh. die after one week. You don't want to have the cytokine storm. Yeah. So again, quercetin, red onions, garlic, you need to overdose on garlic and red onion and uh, echinacea and golden seal, uh, oil of oregano, elderberry extract, vitamin D3, probiotics. Um, okay. I can I mean, there are more as, um, specific Ayurvedic herbs like triphala gugulu, triphala itself that, you know, can help you. But um, once the cytokines storm happens, then all these inflammatory cells come in in order to repair the tissues of the lungs. But what happens is fibroblasts are these other kind of cells that they come in and what do they do? They make the lungs tissue fibrotic, hard. That's why people, 50% of people who get on the ventilators die. Because if you have a fibrotic lung tissue, you can't breathe anymore. And even on the respirators, on the ventilators. So that's why 50% of people on ventilators also die because you no longer have an expandable spongy lungs. You have a hard lung. So the key thing is prevention, have a healthy lifestyle. Yes. Uh, Make sure you're taking all your supplements, vitamins, and the healthy foods that are supporting you at this time. Yes. You get a scratchy throat do the gargling and then up all of your supplements to make sure that you're staying healthy and prevent it from going any further. Yes. Uh, Wear your mask when you're out in public. For sure. Obviously everything else, everyone's saying, wash your hands and and yeah. And make sure you get some sun, make sure you get some sun Uh, because uh, research has shown that when you have high levels of stress or low levels of melatonin and serotonin, your immune system can be compromised. Nowadays, where everybody's at home, they're not getting out, they're not seeing enough sunlight. Mm. So it's important, even if you don't want to go for a walk, if you have a window that you look at, you sit there, do your work there, look out, look at the sun. Research has shown that this by itself increases your melatonin and serotonin Mm. that boosts your immunity. You want to avoid watching too much bad news, too much news about how many people are dead from COVID and how dangerous yeah. is COVID. Da, 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 da. You don't want to tune into that too much. Just get enough news, half an hour a day, an hour a day at the most. So you know local news. So you know what's happening in the city. What are the guidelines on social distancing, etc.? What are the work, you know, who's, who can go back to work, etc. local news. Don't get bombarded by bad news. 
laugh. Laughter has been proven to increase immunity within the next 24 hours. Your immune cells are much more active. Laughter. That's so good. Watch comedy, watch, you know, funny shows, movies, you know, listen to people who tell you jokes all the time. Go read jokes online. <laughs> Look at the funny posts. Stay happy. Stay vibrant in terms of the positivity. Don't get bombarded with stressful news. Don't cultivate energy of anger and anxiety within your system because that by itself can lower your immunity. Yeah. Also add to your food list green tea. Green tea is proven to fight in China, in hospitals. They were giving green tea to the patients. They were putting them on IV, high mega doses of vitamin C, mega doses, IV intravenous. Wow. So uh, mushrooms, mushrooms. Again, these are the things that increase immunity. Uh, garlic, like and and raw, raw garlic. Um, so with every bite of um, uh, your food, you could bite a piece of garlic, chew it with your food. It goes down and. This way, it has all the enzymes intact, uh, all the uh, the traits of enhancing immunity within it is not cooked wow. away. So um, yeah. So uh, what else did I wanna? Vitamin D three. I main- mentioned vitamin D three. Um, so again, melatonin. If you take a supplement, melatonin supplement is it, it is also proven to enhance immunity. But make sure you are not taking some other um, uh, medication that may interfere. Make sure you look into it. If you're on pharmaceutical meds, make sure that there is no interference with that. Get enough sleep. Do get your sleep. Go to bed early. Don't stay up like a night owl because that also disturbs your circadian rhythm. Once your circadian rhythm is, is, is messed with serotonin, melatonin, and then adrenaline and cortisol levels are off you know, the normal levels, that by itself can lower immunity. So it's all about healthy lifestyle. Now is the time to focus on real health, healthcare, prevention, healthy lifestyle, daily routines, healthy rituals. Yeah, and really this is true for all times in life is to to focus on the being healthy rather than the focus on getting better. And if I can take from kind of, I was, we pulled this together. In the beginning of your journey, you continued to be very self-aware of how you were feeling and what you were needing. And so the same goes for now. Like this is a really good time to practice being self-aware. Are you tired? Are you stressed? Are you having pain? Um, what foods are you craving and what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, are you needing to um, like turn off the computers and that or the, the news so that you can calm down? So really, this is a good time for everyone to be really self-aware and listen to your body. If you're tired, go to sleep. If you're hungry, eat. Like, like yes. really go through that process. So you have given us so many things to be thinking about in, in how to prevent getting COVID-19 and really how every single year 
in, in the seasons where colds and flu come to really stay healthy. And so I, I appreciate that there is, I'm, I'm very motivated right now to go into my vitamin cupboard and, and be like, which ones am I not having right now? And uh, also the green tea, like I've been, um, I've been staying away from green tea, just not on purpose. I have it in my cupboard, but I go mm -hmm. to my typical black teas and my coffee. And so this is now like, okay, I'm doing this for my health, having a cup of tea. And I awesome. lived in Japan for three years and I, yeah, awesome. you know, having the green tea has been, was great there. Um, but also the idea of wearing a mask was it's common courtesy in a lot of the Asian countries you're sick, you wear a mask out of courtesy to others. Yes. Um, I really love that as a society. I hope that's something that maybe we continue on here in Canada in the States or in other yeah. Western countries that aren't, aren't adapting it. Now, um, you have some processes and steps to a healthy lifestyle. You've put it in a little ebook um, and you're wanting to gift this to all of our listeners, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes. So how do people grab that? So they can go to my website, www.yourvitalitydoctor.com. So it's all spelled out. The doctor is a spelled out. Yourvitalitydoctor.com. And uh, you will see right there, there is a tab that says uh, my free gift for you or free gift of health. And you click on that and we'll send it right away. And uh, yeah, it will be about some uh, the he healthy daily routines like oh, what time to wake up, what time to go to bed, what's the oh. best time to eat, etc. And then um, food, what are the best foods? What percentage in each food category? Amazing. Food combination. It's so huge. If you don't know which foods go with which foods best to reduce inflammation in the system, it's one of the steps that you could increase inflammation and health issues. So there is a food combination chart in there. And awesome. um, yeah, so that's my gift for your audience. I like that it sounds like it's a cheat sheet because, you know, as you're mentioning, have this and have that. And, and my brain's like, okay, I got to, I got to go write this down. I got to have to re-listen to this and write it all down. And I hope that all the listeners do that, but yes. also go and grab this free gift. The link will be in the show notes for anyone you can easily click through and go and get this. Um, so as we kind of wrap up, what are your, what's in like one sentence, what are your final thoughts to, um, the, those listening? Yeah. So, you know, our, this is what I say all the time. Our health is the most important asset we have in life. Most important tool we have. And it shouldn't take a crisis like a pandemic to bring our focus and attention to that. So many of us take our health for granted yeah. on, until, unfortunately, and yeah. God forbid, there is a serious illness that we encounter. And so please, this is, this is my message. Your health is, should be your number one priority. So therefore, having a healthy lifestyle, healthy routines and rituals. If you are healthy, then you can be more productive in life. You can not only help yourself, help others. You can do the things that you're passionate about. Enjoy the activities that you like to enjoy. With a body that is not healthy, with a mind that is not healthy, you can't, you, can't, you won't be able to enjoy all of those gifts, all of those blessings. And so, um, you know, COVID aside, this pandemic is aside, this is an opportunity, this is an opportunity 
this crisis or pandemic is an opportunity for us to change our habits, to start to creating the healthy habits that we've always thought about, but we never actually started doing. Mm. And so I think this is, this is the message and this is um, the time. It's the time. Exactly. And I feel like the big lesson from this pandemic, the best walk away with, you know, from this pandemic is do the things that you always wanted to do and you're putting on back burner, getting exercise, healthy eating, meditation, breath work, breathing meditation, yoga, you know, exercise, et cetera, et cetera. So this is the time. Yes. Thank you for that. And to all of you listening, uh, go and get that free gift. Go and get that ebook so that you can follow along and be as healthy as possible right now and actually every day moving forward. Um, have you subscribed yet to the Dynamic Women podcast? Make sure you do so that you don't miss out on great experts like uh, Dr. Atusa Madavi. Um, so make sure you subscribe, share with a friend, right? Your family, friends, and loved ones. You want them around longer. So the best way to do that is to make sure that they take care of themselves. So thank you so much, Dr. Tisa. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for sharing your knowledge with us. And I guess I can just, you know, I usually say stay dynamic, but I feel like I should say <laughs> stay healthy. Yes. Stay healthy and continue to do the great work that you are doing in the world. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you, Dynamic Women, for joining us today. Please hop on over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Who do you know who needs to hear our message? We'd love it if you'd share our channel with your friends and family. If you're ready to be more dynamic, have more balance and more success, head over to www.dynamicwomenclub.com forward slash free gift for your key to success book. Stay dynamic.